0: Hello, I am the Crancher.
1: I'm James.
0: And we are the Game Design Critics. Today's episode is about a game called Tom Clancy's Elite Squad. Squad Elite, one of those two. Um, This is basically a, I don't even know how you say it, basically like you pick your units and then you bring them to battle, and then basically you don't get to do anything with the units. You just watch them fight each other with guns, and they hide behind little barriers, and uh, you just watch the battle go out, and you have to use uh, one of your two abilities while you're playing, and that's pretty much the gameplay. Um, I made it a decent ways. I, in the first campaign, I forgot what it's called, I made it to almost the fifth world. The last couple of days I played it, I, all I was doing was playing the fourth world over and over again, either auto winning or just playing it until my energy ran out. But um I tried the allies one and it, it got really hard really quick, so I didn't get far. Um how far did you get?
1: Um let me let me let me get it so I can actually tell you the actual place where I, where I got what uh, I got my progress in it.
0: This I'm guessing really I guess that you got to around five. Maybe a little more. Pretty sure. But this is kind of a mix between real-time strategy and... I guess I can't say turn-based. It's basically an RTS game where you oversee your units and uh, help them at certain points in the battle. I'm in the six. Oh, Nice see I had a problem I was in four about to hit five and the the, their power level was like I don't know three to five hundred higher than me and I would just get demolished just I just got demolished there was not even a chance I could win I felt like I had hit a wall um okay so let's start on a good note let's talk about our likes I'll let you go first
1: uh, one one of my likes in this game is that it's story driven. Uh the game is story driven, and more gameplay driven. They they put more effort in putting more story to this thing, since, because all the characters are like mix match from like uh, I don't know. You you played the uh, Tom Clancy right before? Right?
0: I played the the Division. That's what I know yeah. of the most by him.
1: But but since the characters are all from like every other Tom Clancy games, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I like that idea. Sorry, we'll continue. You, <laughs> that,
1: huh? I, I thought it would cool that they put uh, uh, other characters from other Town classy games into the story and integrated them into it. You know, yeah. like, oh, call back of uh, uh, Sam Fisher because of this and this. So reason, it's like, you know, like, that, that was pretty cool. It's like, he's, he was, uh, he's a well-known character, right? Remember? Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Talking about the division agent, Sam, Sam Fisher or Sam Fisher. See that? I don't know much about that. Is isn't he a character that's in the Tom Clancy books? Or am I mistaken? I'm not sure. He was, uh,
1: he was one of the games. Uh, I can't. I can't. But but all I know is that he's part of Tom Clancy.
0: Did he you was, play um the Wild One? Something wild or wild something? Tom Clancy's something wild. I don't know what what it is, but did Uh, you play that? No? Okay, yeah, I didn't either. I haven't played any of them. Usually they're too realistic for me, personally, but they can be really fun. Like, Division was really fun. Anyways, I don't want to get too far off track here. Um, Yeah, I I agree with that. I... My opinion? What? Yes. About, um, it's really cool that they have characters from different games, because th- this um, can draw people. Like people might be like, eh, I don't really want to play. It. I don't know if I want to play the game. But then they realize, like, hey, you'll know all the characters. So if you play Tom Clancy games, you'll recognize people that you get to use, and that's a huge benefit. Um, but I was the opposite, and usually, it's, it usually applies to mobile games for me. I don't pay attention to the story a lot. I just kind of skip through and played. I was just like, all right, let me play and I just go through, so that's kind of a disadvantage on my part, because I didn't know it, but my like is I liked the variety of units. Uh, a lot of times in games like these, like like we played before, like Battlehand, things like that, where um, you have to wait to slowly unlock all your characters, or it's like you have to spend 100 gems on the treasure chest, and you get a random character, things like that, which this game did have, but that... um progress bar for the main campaign you unlock something every like 500 points or whatever uh we we got a character like every other one was a new character not to mention you got characters coming from other places as well there was always an overabundance of characters to choose from and i really like that they were separated by skills uh and the gun that they use which i ultimately felt like didn't matter too much um at least the gun gun types that they used. But having that choice for the player, I really like that. I think that was a good thing. Um, mm. Did you think that there was a, a lot of choice for who to bring to battle?
1: Uh, that's on my. Con- uh, hmm. Yeah, th- there was. There was.
0: Not that there was. I thought that was a, definitely a good thing. Um, okay.
1: The weapon itself was just uh, if you want to <laughs> use like. the you either upgrade it or you use a totally completely different unit yeah those were just numbers from what i saw in the weapon the weapon was just like a, a series of the model series of that weapon just like like let's say like ak-47 right there's like a different series for an ak-47 there's like there's there's like AK, ak but like a different number but it's still the same mostly the same
0: yeah same uh, yeah, it just increases numbers, pretty much. Like, they made it to give variety, but we're not there yet. Uh, what's your next like?
1: I really like the graphics. Although the graphics is, like, pretty much the same thing for every battle you do, like, they, they did they did still put work in the graphics in the, the battleground. And uh, the story, too. The story. It was highly, it was more detailed in the story part, since it's, it was a still image. And was it really, like, moving, moving image? Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it probably would have costed a lot more money to have, like, a actual story with characters running around shooting and shit. But um, I think that they did really well with what they had in that sense. Plus, mobile. You have to be super careful with mobile games because uh, you can very easily, like, do too much and the phone can't handle it. Because you're talking, like, making a mobile game, it's got to work on everything. Tablets, every kind of phone, and there are so many different kinds of phones that have different, like, processors in them. So it's not easy making a mobile game and making one that looks that good. Because I, I agree with you, the battles did look really nice. Even though you were up in the air looking down on them, it looked really good. You could tell clearly what every enemy was doing, um, and it gave you all the information, like their skill bars and whatnot. So yeah, I agree with you on graphics. I like that.
1: Did you see uh, like the the how the did an animation for the when they're coming into the battlefield, like either dropping from the plane or roping down, then running to the covers?
0: Oh yeah. You know, I didn't really pay too much attention to that, but now that you mention it, I do remember it. Because That's you could skip cool. it by just
1: tapping into it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I I
1: saw it once. It, uh, the the intro for when you going into the battle. You can, like see them going in, looking, uh going through the position.
0: Yeah. That's a nice little uh animation because the battle could have just started with them standing there. But that kind of takes away some of the immersion. Yeah, definitely professional as heck. Um my, my like is i what I have written down is tension in battle. um now, this didn't happen in every battle, which we'll get into in the next category, but um this there there were moments when it was really even where both of us were like maybe it was down to like three to three or it's right at the beginning, five and five. There was just moments where you didn't know if you were gonna win or not. And I remember I I was trying to learn about tension when I first started this game design journey. And tension is like the key to any game. And the best definition I found for tension so far was when success is on the borderline of failure. Because that's where tension comes from. You're about to lose at any second. This game had that. But it wasn't in every battle. But the ones that I did play it in, I really liked. Because it actually mattered what skill I used and when I used it and where I used it. So that I really liked. But again, it didn't happen in every battle. Most battles were just wait to win. You just wait to win. Um, Did you feel that tension in any battles you had? Did you have any battles that could go either way?
1: Not really, since I was always, like, above combat powers. Like, either above 3, uh, 3k or... or... I know it was my my combat power was like constantly above the enemy the uh, enemies' combat power. Yeah,
0: but you had to have hit a point where it was more or less even, like power level. I mean, the, the, the
1: only time where I there was tension it was like I didn't re, I didn't check right. And when you do the events, it was uh, like you can only use the certain types of uh, characters, right? I was like, I I thought I thought I had the same team I had so i clicked it without knowing like okay did because i just thought like i have the same team as so i'm going to this but no that wasn't it it, it took out like uh, someone else from my roster and then just uh, put it in there i was like i didn't even know about it okay, i just <laughs> I play and i was like wait why is my team losing i was like hold on, hold on i need to pay more attention i was like like i don't remember this guy being here it's like w- when did i put this guy It's like Oh crap! I, th- I think I'm gonna lose this one. Cause like, I, was like so close to losing. I think I, think I had a few more units that I was alive, but I pulled it off. Pull it off.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I did. They had me do that for the Allies battle because they were like, uh, you can only use good guys." So apparently, I was using like two or three bad guys in my normal group. So I had to use people that were under leveled. But that, I find that to be the fun part. Battles that actually make you focus on what's going on instead of just like, like I could be watching a movie playing on the tablet and just hitting play and watch, go watch the movie for five minutes, come back, hit play, watch the movie, hit play, like not even playing the game, just letting it do the motions. I don't like that too much. I feel like that's uh too easy. it's Gotta have some skill in there. Some, um, you next for me. I think that was much
1: less like. Uh, yeah. I already talked about animation too, right? Did I included that.
0: The what? Yeah. Uh, I included the animation. Yep. I wanted to uh, add to that. I thought that the actual fighting animations, the shooting and the, the skills and stuff, I like that as well. I thought it just, the whole battle itself looked really nice. You could tell what was, like, even like one of my characters like threw a turret on the ground. And uh, seeing her do that was awesome. I really liked it. <laughs> um, Do you have another like?
1: Uh, no, I do not.
0: Okay, so let's move on to dislikes. Um, okay, so this one kind of covers two things. Um, I wanted to say, while I did like your choices of characters... Of who to bring into battle i didn't think there was enough player choice when it comes to a couple different facets one was like weapons and armor weapons and armor are to me only numbers like it doesn't matter what you give them as long as it's better with, than what they have already now what that takes away from the game is like builds for the characters like i i i understand that like each character uses different kind of guns um like well, one guy only uses assault rifles one guy only uses pistols whatever that's how they separate the builds if you will um but i didn't like how that just all the weapons are just only e- equip and throw away what you use before there's no like equipping like it, there's no like here's two assault rifles one does more damage but the other one has a faster fire rate and the one that does more damage has a slower fire rate forcing me to make a decision. There's none of that. It's just like equip 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 equip. Okay, fight again. And there's no choice in the matter. You just take what you get and keep going. To me, I looked at that as a disadvantage because I just <laughs> you just keep upgrading and equipping and it doesn't matter what you equip as long as it's better. There's no choice in that. I didn't I thought that was a disadvantage. Um did you feel that way?
1: No, I didn't really pay attention to the equipment other than like I needed to upgrade it because like there was really no it, it barely increased their point uh their combat power. The only thing I paid attention to was like whenever I level up, it's like okay, that's that big chance where I can like increase their power like significantly. Yep. That was it. It was like I I don't know paying attention, like I, I didn't really need to worry about that. I just need to worry about my, my player level. And then they also level up my entire
0: team. Yep. And you know, I thought it was weird that um, when I was playing it, I, I kept getting currency, right? And I'm spending the currency to level up my guys, but it didn't really take that much currency to do that. And I just kept getting more and more currency, and I have all this money I have nothing to spend it on, really. Like, I feel like I could level up all my guys and still have currency left over thus eliminating that whole earn currency to level up, which is a really hard balance to maintain. Because, you know, there's games like, I don't know, Clash Royale, any card-based game like that, where the currency, you never have enough currency. So your upgrades for your characters, they have to be thought out. Because it's going to change how you play in battle. This game didn't do that. It was just like, here's more money than you need, go level up all your guys. So essentially I'm just stocking money waiting for stuff to upgrade, waiting for the materials. I oh, thought that was kinda too simple in a sense. Um What do you got? What's so your... for my
1: dislike like in this game is that I felt that the gameplay was pretty luckless. Like I like if it was story driven, I I get that. I get it. It's like you guys spent more uh effort in the story. But I was expecting it also like at least like optimal gameplay, like fun, fun gameplay. Like we can like it brings you into it, right? That's just like it takes your your attention away from it. Like like uh, idle games. It felt like an idle game more than to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you think Tom Clancy, that name is synonymous with realistic gameplay. I mean, I understand it's a mobile game. But Tom Clancy, like you, you always think realistic gun shooting and things like that. Um, And yeah, it felt like it felt more like an idle game than a normal game. I mean, that um, that was my next dislike is that the player only has two, like one thing that they can do in battle. They can use one of their two abilities, which are on cooldowns, which I mean, arguably 90% of the battles. It lasted as long as it took me to use four abilities. I would use one from each, and then usually one more from each. And that was it. Because I had two abilities. One would drop a uh, an airstrike, would drop one bomb on an area, dealing damage to whatever it hit and whatever's outside, like inside the ring that you hit. And then the other one I used was focus fire, where for like, I don't know, 10 seconds or 5 seconds... All your units would focus on one enemy. Those are the two I use the most. And by the time that the battle was over, I would only get to use each of those twice. And the battle would be over. But that's all you do is you watch ten guys, five on each side, battle, and you control the abilities. Now, there was a, a, a seven abilities or six abilities. There was, like, all a shield you could put around a guy. There was a healing thing. There was the air bomb. The, uh... Focus fire, and then there was one or two more. One that gives them the their skill bar gets filled or something immediately, and something else. So there was choices in that, but that's all battle was. Which ones did you use?
1: I mostly used the airstrike ones and the healing one. That was it.
0: Did you did you need the healing one like a lot of times?
1: Uh, for my I only had one squishy character. It, it was the she, she puts out a turret. She was mostly yeah. the one that did it. Uh, other than that, like no one else really needed that healing other than her.
0: Yeah, I would do focus fire and then I would aim yeah. for the people in the back row.
1: Yeah. Cause, cause like you had a medic in your team. I right? I had a medic my medic mostly go went to my uh heal my tank. Uh he does, he heals him and then my, my uh my other guy's dying over there. He <laughs> can get healing healing and in cooldown, so I got that one.
0: Yeah, that was about it. Yeah, I mean I, I'm curious because since you you usually have a higher power level than the level you're fighting, I would think you wouldn't need your healing as much.
1: They the enemy focused there for some unknown reason, even though my tank had the skill to uh taunt them to so you can take the aggro, but that didn't last that long and then they switch uh...
0: over
1: to did more fire firepower damage. I don't know how I don't know how they program it to work.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. oh. let's, uh, let's address this issue. This was my next, This like, I don't mean to jump ahead of you, uh, but we're, we both have input on this. I was playing this game on an iPad for 90% of the time that I played it. And for that 90% of the time that I played it, it would crash like all the time. Like I'd be, I'd set up my, I'd level everybody up and then I'd hit battle. It would crash. There were times when I would set everybody up, start the battle, halfway through the battle, crash. And then there were times when I'd play it, I'd get all the way through the battle, and instead of taking me into the victory screen, crash. It happened more than it did not. This happened so much that after, at first, I would say, okay, once it crashes five times, I'm done for the day. I'm not playing anymore because I'm not making progress and I'm getting frustrated. So I would give it five crashes. After about two weeks, I said, okay, now you got three crashes. And it would happen in the first, like, five, ten minutes. And I'm just like, ugh, I can't make progress if you're going to crash every time. And I I don't want to stomp all over it like that, but I'm just saying, making a mobile game is hard. Um, And like I said before, all phones are different, so it's not an easy thing to do. Um, But this is something potentially that would push someone away. When, they, when they're playing and have so many crashes, they're like, I'm deleting this thing. So that's, um. how did yours go? So for mine,
1: uh, when you first told me about your problem, that never happened to me. You know, for like, until the update came. Well, once the update came, I was in the cam- uh, low, the lobby screen, right? Where you could choose everything. And then I clicked campaign, and then it froze me. I thought I was waiting. I thought I was just loading in. OK, I was like, OK, I can wait. Like, and then I waited for like a good three minutes or so, and I was like, hmm, kind of pretty long. And then, like, I clicking everywhere, it's like, okay, I think the game's frozen. So, at that point, I just exited like, the app and then restarted it. Right? I was like, okay, it's working just fine now. Okay, and then I went to one single battle, right? I did one mission, and after that mission, I went back to the lobby to collect my rewards and all that stuff, right? And then I clicked campaign again, or and then it just freezes again i was like okay I was like uh, i reset it again i was like okay is it like is this gonna keep happening or, or what it's like and then after mid-battle when i was choosing my my teammates I, I needed to level them up right so i leveled them up and they just froze i was like all right the game the game is bugging with me okay <laughs> uh, so many bugs now I was like uh when did that happen it never happened before Sorry. In my my thing it's like okay so it had to do with the update Some, something the update uh, made something in the files uh corrupted or something
0: yeah i'm curious to see because my ipad broke while uh playing this for the podcast i'm curious to know if it's fine on the ipad but now it's messing up on what were you put what did you play it on computer phone android okay so you were playing on your on your phone Yes. Yeah, it's kind of funny. When I was having problems, you weren't. And then all of a sudden... I mean, it, it's understandable. Because they're, they're probably... Fixing bugs while designing games is such a pain-in-the-ass task. Because you solve one bug and it creates another one. It's like a never-ending chain. Um, okay. What uh, what do you got for a dislike?
1: Another one that uh, another just like had uh, was uh, character restriction. Like I said before, like during events I wanted to use my team that I mostly spent my resources in. Cause like uh when I first started the game, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna use the characters that was first given to me. And all the characters I unlocked from this point on until I hit five characters, those are gonna be my main characters that I'm gonna be using throughout the whole entire story. Like, okay. But but no, that that didn't happen as I wanted it to be. Because like at that point, uh I found out that there was character restrictions and different storylines that I was doing. Like, like you said, allies can only use good guys, right? Yeah. There are some events where you can only use certain types of... Oh, you can only use these people. There so was like
0: rivals, where it's only yeah. bad guys?
1: It's like, okay. So, but I don't want to use that because uh, I didn't spend my resource in that. Because like, most of my resources were already given to my, uh, to my main team that I had in the very first uh, game. <laughs> the first five people that they gave me were my main team. I was oh. like... Uh, I didn't really like that factor restriction that much.
0: Don't you uh, think that that's a disadvantage on your part for only using the first five people? I mean, I could probably come up with like five reasons for this, but I'll do one. Um, but, but still I think. Though, let's, hmm.
1: But us still, like e- even even if I didn't use those five people, like I found someone else that's good, right? Like like I found like a really good uh, unit, but it's a bad guy, right? Like yeah, like, you can. not like, synchronized really well with this theme right here that I I put up, right, right, like, boom, right there. I mean like a perfect synchronization of each one, like they all synchronize with each other. Like, yeah, like they'll they'll do everything they can with their like, their flaws. But well, this guy will cover his flaws, and this guy will mm-hmm. cover his flaws. Blah, 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 right, right. Like, yeah, like even, a, and then if you want to play another story, like, oh, all that guy that and synchronization that you're thinking, like theorizing. It's like okay you can't do that because you can only play the certain characters then you gotta do it all over again yeah find a unit and and if you can't find it and uh, you if you don't even if you don't have like you found out that you don't have that unit because you never unlocked it it's like it's okay you don't have that unit then unlock and then you try and find uh, how to unlock it and the only way you found it was uh either you pay for the loot crates uh, to in order to get
0: it but uh, then again that's the money people over there yeah well i i just think in general if you were to run with the strategy of using the first five people you got which isn't the worst strategy but i feel like as you start unlocking more and more characters their skills become more valuable aren't you essentially hurting yourself by only using the first five when the rest have way better skills
1: not really, because so what I found out was that you need to rank them up to get their other skills, and in order for yeah. you to do it, you gotta find their... their, their uh, what do you call it? Their, Currency? Their, their fragments. I was like, okay, well, I'm not really finding any fragments. Uh, I did rank up one person, but only to two stars, but I need them to be uh, four stars in order to unlock his next ability, uh. which I was like, okay, there's really no point in me changing other characters if it is if uh, if I had to farm for... uh. Pregnants. Well, I might as well just go with the basic ones where the pregnants are in the story and I don't like keep switching over and over again just to get the pregnants for these people.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm the kind of player who will read through all their abilities and try to find the best possible team. I I will say the other side of your disadvantage is that having to do like. Having the, the, the different campaigns, like allies, rivals, whatever, you got your main one where everybody's allowed, then you have just al- just good guys and just bad guys, it kind of forces you to not only make one team, but now you gotta make three teams, that's way more, um, it's, it's way more synergies, it leads to more uh, strategy decisions for the player, I look at that as kind of a benefit in a sense, even though you're limited in who you can use.
1: My my team was pretty balanced. Uh, I think that draws a aggro medic and then two people that are DPS. Uh, it was pretty balanced.
0: Yeah, I I mean yeah that, that that's pretty much it. Unless you want to go like three tanks and two medics or something like that. But mo- most times that's that's what my team was as well. Um. Okay. What is your next dislike? Uh,
1: we talk about the dislike where the game freezes sometimes. We were talking Yes.
0: About. Yep. Uh my other
1: dislike is that every time I log in or after I, I exit out the campaign, it tries to get me to pay for starter packs and uh, Oh god, book. yeah. I really don't like that. Like like I I'm fine with it, like just being inside, like like highlighted, but like like every time I log in or like exit campaigns like boom right there. It's like hey you could pay five dollars 99 cents for this starter pack right here it's like you could get this guy and this guy like i i don't want to spend money like it's not giving me any any reason to spend money like if like let's say like i was playing an mmo right like like for example when i want to spend money it's like okay um i'm only spending money if i want to like invest most of my time in this game or like or i know that i'm gonna be playing this game for like a really long time like. MMOs are a really good one because, like, okay, there's cosmetics. I want my character to look good. It's like, okay, I'll pay for this. Like, like everyone says they're choosing to pay for it for stuff, but I, don't, I really don't like it having being aggressive in my face. You know, you yeah, know what
0: I mean? yeah, because there's been times in games that are similar to this where you load up the game. And then you want to hit play, but you can't because the, the screen's loading something else. Then it loads an advertisement, you close it, it loads another advertisement, you close it. It's like, come on, just let me play. If I wanted to spend money, I would go in and spend money. Let me play. And it's like, I don't know, maybe it's like from, their, from the developer's perspective. They're thinking that, because me, I don't have a ton of money to spend, so my answer is always no. But if someone did have money to spend, and they were on the fence... And then the game's just like, poof, want want to spend money? Spend it right here. We'll give you a good deal. Maybe that's beneficial in that sense that it gets them. But besides that, it does more harm than good, I feel like. Because people who don't want to spend money, it's like, it's basically like you walk into the grocery store and this guy just appears in front of you out of nowhere blocking you. And he goes, hey, want to buy this gallon of milk? It's $2 off. And you're like dude no i just want to go in the grocery store and then like you push the guy away another guy shows up and he's like hey i want to buy this thing at crackers it's it's five dollars off and you're like no i came here to do something else and you're interrupting me it's like that's what it feels like
1: i would have been fine with that with the with that like if they added the options like okay don't show this for like another week yeah. yes like it doesn't show up for another week okay cool it's like Okay, you got your you got your uh intention like okay there's something on sale on the in the store that you could buy, and then and then you just click okay I don't want to see it for like another week because I don't plan on buying anything, All right? Yeah. right there, easy easy
0: sold. That's a really good improvement. I I like the idea of kind of compromising on that. Say okay, don't slap them in the face with the ad as soon as it comes on, but like take an arrow and point it down to the to the shop icon and say, like, blah, 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 there's a deal today, or something. You know, just something really quick and short. Just have it showing you there. That way, if I want to go in there and buy something, I know that there's a sale going on. But having to get through it in order to play is kind of a hindrance, in a sense. Not a true hindrance, but at least somewhat. I mean, mainly because it happens every time. Every time. I mean, I can say one thing. There wasn't a ton of ads in this game. And I'm happy yeah. to say that. So I guess having it slap you with ads or slap you with advert or deals, whatever on the shop, isn't the worst thing in the world. Because if there was ads, then it'd be even worse. But still, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you have another dislike?
1: Uh, no, just improvements, honestly. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm on too. Um, let me double check and think. I think we covered everything, dislike wise. Um, yeah, okay. So, my first improvement, I kind of stole this from you when we were talking before we started. Um, go for it. positioning units before battle. I know that this wouldn't change the gameplay dramatically um but it would at least give the player uh more choice because right now the player doesn't have much choice he watches the battle unfold which nine out of ten times you win um so you're just waiting and you get to use your two abilities that you pick there's not much for the player to do there really isn't it's one of the games where it's like playing a slot machine where you pull the reel and then you just wait that's what this is like uh, which maybe it was the developer's intention, but I feel like if you want people playing it for longer, if you want pe- more people playing it in general and you want people to play it for a long time, you gotta give them a reason to return and at least get uh, upping the player's amount of choice in the game will be beneficial in that sense. I hope that wasn't mm-hmm. one of yours.
1: Uh, the positioning, I-, I had something about positioning. Uh, so what? For my improvement for this game, it's like uh I wish that they had like they could add in like active positioning and positioning orders and bops, right?
0: You so mean it, like, like moving them like, while they're fighting?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. we can choose use the skill and where you want the skill to be in. For like the the their ultimate skill. is it's basically their ultimate skill, right? Like yeah. Third, like, okay, that turret can target this person, right? So it's basically already automatic, but I I prefer like having like, like like you could do it yourself. Like you can control when do you want, you when when they should uh, use it and what time. Because sometimes it'd be a waste. Like there's only one person left, and then you already use the skill. It's like 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 my tank for some reason it aggro's with one person, and then I have the next phase in, and he doesn't have that ability.
0: Yeah, he use it. Like,
1: save that ability for like the next one if we only have one more person in uh, that enemy team
0: when
1: the enemy team comes in boom i can use it immediately right there like like, at least we have the ability to to do that
0: that was that was my improvement as well being able to use a skill when you want to because right now it's automatic um i feel like and it realistically this wouldn't be a huge change to gameplay It would give the player something more to do during battle, give the player more reason to watch the battle. Because right now, there's not a lot of reason to watch the battle. A lot of time, it's just waiting. Some battles are not like that. I don't want to make it sound like every battle is, but most of the time, you can just kind of wait. So it'll give the player more reason to pay attention to the battle. Give them more control over how the battle happens as well. I mean, I'm sure they thought about this, and they might have a good reason for why they didn't do this. But I think it'd be 100% beneficial for the gameplay.
1: Another thing I want to add on the uh, improvement that I was making is that so the game is already free free character movement, right? Like, yep. they, they move their own, they're like, OK, they'll use their skill on this person. Like, at least at least make it, like, controller purposeful for, like, the player. Like, you can, OK, like, you can decide, you know? Like, what we're saying.
0: Yeah, you can use their skills. Because I, I kind of debated. Uh, having an improvement be where you could tell the the characters where to go while you're playing. Like, tap this guy and tap over here, and he'll run over there. But that's not necessary, and that just adds a lot of confusing tapping. Um, No, 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 no. Uh,
1: You don't need to, like, set up the position, but, like, just, uh, since the characters will move on their own, like, where they need to be, since it's already programmed into them, right? Just have the the skills instead. Like, at least, I just, like have the choice to use when to use the skill and
0: when to not use the skill. Yeah, dude, I thought it, I thought it did that. All. I thought that's how it was when I first played the game because I swear there was like three times when the guy's skill bar was full and I went over and touched it and then it activated. So I, I had myself convinced that it did do that and then I realized it didn't. I was disappointed. But yeah, I, I like that idea a lot. I think that that, that could benefit everything. Um, and, and it, it could be abused in a sense that like the player could save all their skills for the second wave and then just annihilate the second wave, but that's a huge risk and that adds a little bit of risk versus reward gameplay into it. I mean, granted, nine times out of ten, you're going to win anyway. So why not uh, have the player... Dude... Uh, hmm? Uh, uh, continue, continue. Uh, I'll
1: add that later. Uh, later.
0: If, you, if you had a battle where you sacrificed all of your skills in the first wave, and it, it, that would make it harder for you in that first wave. it definitely make you harder to win. But then you get to the second wave, and you get to unleash five skills and just annihilate the enemy. Do you know how good the player feels when they do that? It's like a huge rush of dopamine. It's like, I had a plan, I waited, I risked my chance at winning to do this, and now I get this huge, amazing finish. It's like a freaking fatality just feels amazing when that happens okay what were you gonna add
1: <laughs> so uh, damn I got
0: it it'll come back it'll, it'll come, come back, back. Um,
1: yeah 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 no, yeah no improvement in your part
0: uh yeah kind of this actually um this leads into what i was gonna say is more player tension uh close battles um, now this is just kind of a generic thing, but um, I, like I was saying, I don't want to keep repeating the same stuff, but there's a lack of tension because most of the time I know I'm going to win. Sometimes it, it, it can be close. We've established that. Um, but I think that they like either the enemy, I, I'm I'm thinking the simplest way to make this better is to have the enemies be a little bit stronger or maybe a little bit smarter, some sort of thing that makes it so that the player, not all the time, but more times than it does now, make the player pay more attention to the battle. Right now, there's not much incentive for the player just to sit there and watch the battle as it goes on, because all you got to do is use your two abilities, and then you're just waiting for 7 to 10 seconds to use the ability again. Chances are you're still going to win. If the enemy was a little bit smarter, maybe a little bit more difficult, the player would have to think more carefully about what to do, which focuses them on the game more. It's like, dude, I could literally play this game and be driving. I know it's against the law. I'm just, I'm just using it as an an example, but I could seriously like have my phone in my driver's seat, start the battle, drive. And when I get to the stoplight or whatever, look at the battle again, I won, boop, play another battle, put my phone down and drive. And it's like, that's what the level of attention, how minimal could be for the game. And I feel like that hurts the game a little bit. You could argue it's it's beneficial because it makes it an idle game, blah blah blah. But I look at it as a bad thing. So more tension, more more tension keeps the player focused on the game. Um uh,
1: I remember yeah. what I was earlier. So when when you said like it could be abuse, right? For like, uh, uh, player having the ability to freely move the unit, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I think right now it's like really beneficial even then because right now it's uh pretty uh idle, like you, like you said, like you're the the uh, your time span and the gameplay is like you can literally drive and then and, and then just hit next play. It's basically yeah. an all point,
0: yeah.
1: A- anything right now that can engage the player to play the game and like think about the decisions that he's making, yes, yes. I think it would be really good to
0: add that in. play. I mean, either that, or when you look at the Play Store at this game, it says idle game. Because then the people will at least think. Because, dude, when I I think of Tom Clancy, I do not think of idle games. I think of realistic shooters where you have to think Uh, about... I saw hmm.
1: RPG. I was like, RPG? Okay. Uh, And they said... uh, I went back to the app, right? I went back to the app, see what, what was the selling point in this game. It just said, lead your squad squad in dynamic 5v5 cover base battles. I I looked at it I was like, dynamic leading <laughs> battles for this, yeah. this game. What am I leading here? Like, all I'm doing is pressing a button and then, yeah. and then let my units do the work. Like, well, who am I leading?
0: Yeah. Like, well, what's dynamic about it? The, the character is yeah. moving?
1: Like I, I'm not moving them. I'm not. I'm basically doing giving them minimal fucking uh, minimal help to yeah. the their teams. Like other than that, like the the AS do do their own thing.
0: It's uh, like playing. Yeah, it's like playing a game of StarCraft, and the only thing you do is use abilities as you float around and watch the battle.
1: When when I first read that, when it said like lead your team and uh, lead your team. I was like, okay, so it's gonna be like somewhat like a turn-based game, right? Like, you do you do the action uh, decisions for your units, but no, nah, no, nah. I came in the game like, no, it's not a turn-based game. Okay, nah, that's fine. And then thought, yeah. like, I only do like two things in the game or well, one thing. uh use my skill, and that's it.
0: Yep. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed when I did it because I just felt like like there's a missed opportunity here for player engagement. I could definitely add, like, a, even just a, a little bit more. Letting the player control the skills. That'd make a big difference. A big difference. I mean, I just feel like people are going to play this. And, uh, I mean, you got to consider, like, someone who's played 500 battles. Would they go back and play those battles again for the fun of it? Because a lot of mobile games are grindy. That's, that's their thing. That's how they get you. Short play, short play times, uh, but you can repeat it like a million times. Just keep getting better and better and better. Um, giving the player more choices during battle could definitely be an increase of people playing it. Hundred percent. Um, okay. Do you have anything else?
1: Uh, pretty sure that's it for me.
0: Yeah, that's it for me. Um. Let's talk about, um, how we can rate this game. Um, so basically my final thoughts, um, while I did enjoy the game for the reasons I shouldn't enjoy a game, like it was very easy to play. Um, it's not unenjoyable. It's just very, very easy to play. And I look at that as a disadvantage. I mean, especially in this the state of the world that it currently is. And I'm, I'm looking at mobile games, not the entire world. But like mobile games, they're very engaging. They went from being games that are like, you know, like Candy Crush, Angry Birds, games that aren't full action, nonstop action, which is what I think of when I think of Tom Clancy. So it's why I was surprised when I played this <clears throat> and how simple it was. I can see the benefits of designing it that way. You want the biggest audience possible, but you also want to keep your players engaged. And I feel like there's a lack of that in this game. um, Which is why I'm going to have to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four.
1: You're giving it a four?
0: Yep. What are your final thoughts?
1: We're, we're basing this out of ten, right? Yes. So for my final thoughts. Right. So you said you part. Uh what really gets me into the game is the gameplay. The gameplay is important to me. So sometimes the story, like, like Crunchy said, sometimes I don't like you said, right? You don't pay attention much to the story sometimes. Yeah, right? I didn't. Sometimes I do pay attention to the story and then like if I miss the story, like I like like I just like skip the entire story like for the first beginning. I go back to the story and then I look at it again. It's just to see, like, okay, well, what's happening in the game, like, you know, just like, catch up, basically, uh, see what I miss. like, is the story interesting or not, and then, like, at that point, yes, all right, and then, since, the, like, in my first video when I first played it, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm really not getting into the game, it's like, it's really hard for me to get into this game right now, it's like, because there's only, like, one thing I can do, level up my, uh, two things I can do, level up my team, and then... Press battle then use my support skills. And that's it. Like there's not much anything else for me to engage myself into. You know, You, know, you that yeah, that feeling right.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: It's like um, like, like the story, but like the gameplay itself is not it's not engaging me to like keep playing this game. Like
0: I you know, I wanted to ask you, um, <sighs> Do you think the story made you want to play it more? Not really. No? How about any positive effect from the story?
1: I thought the story was pretty cool on uh, how uh, they're trying to get their files open by risking uh, a hacker, a well-known hacker that can uh, decrypt files. That, that was pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, other than that, there wasn't much, really, for the gameplay, like saving it. From... I still played it. Still played it. Just
0: see uh if there's something else new uh missing. Okay. That was um and how would you uh rate it?
1: Uh since we're basing this out of ten, uh a four.
0: A four. Which makes <laughs> it an easy average. The average is four. Um which I, I didn't hate this game. I just think that over the long run, there's not much that's going to keep me coming back besides my inherent need and greed for leveling up my characters. I feel like I love doing that in games. It's like my number one favorite thing, it's getting to level up. But I love having choices when I level up. Having some sort of skills. Like, dude, I just thought of this. This is probably a lot to add on, which would make it almost pointless. But if if your characters have skills, like a turret comes out, Um, you can make it so that those skills have little skill trees. Even if there was just six to ten things to pick from, they could be tiny little things, like turret stays out for two seconds longer. Turret has two more bullets than it normally has. Like, turret has more health, you know? Skill-based things, like when your tank does his uh, taunt, make taunt last two seconds longer. Make, um... Make, uh... Uh, even like your abilities, like your bomb, you could make the bomb circle bigger or make it um have a have a shorter cooldown, things like that. Um, even if there was only five skills to pick from or five skill upgrades to pick from, it would still be more engaging than it is now, and it give the player more choice. Cause that that kind of stuff. I don't know about you, but when I have like skills like that even when I'm not playing the game, I'm still considering skill combinations that I could use like that, or ways to level up and improve my character. I'd love that kind of choice. Okay. Um, okay. So that averages out to a four. Um, let's, uh, move on to our next game. Okay. Um, our next game that we're going to play for the next podcast is Genshin Impact. This game just released, I don't know, yesterday, the day before yesterday. It uh, just came out brand new, so we're going to play that in our next episode, which will be in less than a month I'm aiming for. Uh, we, were, we will be discussing that game, so if you would like to, you could totally play the game alongside us, and then when you listen to the podcast, you'll know what we're talking about. Um, you'll be able to understand better. So, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, I am the Crancher. I'm James. We are the Game Design Critics, and uh, we hope you have a nice day.